With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
shouts out to Bounce TV. My man Double D is doing his thing on Bounce TV. Bounce TV tonight. Check him out tonight. Double D on Bounce TV. The name of the show is Uptown Comic. I also appeared on that show earlier earlier this year. So y'all get ready, man. It's it's a lot of great great things going down. So you got to be ready for what's up next. This is your boy, Roddy Perry. Hey, when I come back, when I come back, we are going to take y'all to a whole nother level. We're talking about business today. And you and you are going to get some direct advice for some great business people. And uh, not only that, just good folks at the same time. So y'all stay there. We'll be right back. This is Roddy Perry. Thank you for tuning in. It's Roddy Perry Live. What's up, everybody around the world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Remember to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all of your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry, with no spaces, to 41411. Again, to stay up to date, text Rodney Perry, with no spaces, to 41411. All right, y'all, we are back. Uh, I want to shout out to the people that are in the chat room. Thank y'all for tuning in today. If you're a guest, and you, and you, you know, you see, you got. They gave you a guest. Um, sign up. You know, you don't. It don't cost you a thing. And then we can see you, and you can interact in the chat room, and we can have some fun that way as well. Shouts out to Top Five Sports Talk. I'm big on sports talk. Matter of fact, look for a sports talk show from Roddy Perry Live coming real soon, man. Because you know it's almost time for football season again. You got the Olympics that's been off the chain. Great Olympics. Well done to the UK for the Olympics this year. And now I got to bring on. Uh, a, a, a young lady who is near and dear to my my heart. Uh, my mama, mama, you on the line live. It's Roddy Perry live. Hey Rodney, I don't have but a few minutes to be on because I didn't bring my charger and I'm out. So I wanted to say hello and that I think you're doing a wonderful job uh, with this medium as well as so many other things that I know God is going to bless you with. Well, I thank you, Mama. Now, now, what's going on with you? I know, I know you you over there in school at ITC right now, and you um you down the home stretch. How exciting is that for you? Well, it's still a challenge because none of the courses that we take in seminary can be labeled as easy. So I've got about five more classes before I finish, and I, I still have my guard up because I wanna I wanna do this for me. Right now, now let, let's talk about business for a second, because I know you've run your own business th- businesses throughout your life. You you you've been involved in multi level marketing. Uh, wh- what what do you what's your what's your uh, a philosophy when it comes to business? Honesty to the point that you recognize who your uh, clients are and satisfy them. The, and that, what I'm saying is. You anticipate everything the client might need, mm. and you will be very successful. You'll make so much money before you know you've made it. Just that one principle, that's the discipline I always use. Just, but, just be honest, treat people right, and everything else will fall in line. Yeah, and that anticipation, you don't need me if I can't think ahead of you, not just for you, ahead of you of what you may need. Well said, Mama. Well said. Wait, thank you for always giving us a great word to get this show crunk up. Crunk? Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, with that Ebonics, I'm out. I'll call, I'll call you back this evening, yeah. Yes, ma'am. I love you. Hey, y'all. Now, you know what? I was thinking when, when we start uh, uh, conceptualizing doing this show on business and businesses that 
you know, one thing that came to mind is the fact that customer service is very important. And I want to oppose this to my African-American listeners. Do you tip more or less because you're black? I wonder, is that really a factor? Like, is the, is the ethnicity something that affects you either way? Like, I think personally, I definitely tip more because I'm black. I try to tip for all of the other brothers and sisters that didn't tip. But I find myself tipping in situations that people don't really deserve a tip. You know, and I, I tend to over-tip. My wife always tells me all the time, well, how much you get that lady? Hold on, wait a second. You know, so do you do you over-tip is the question. Do you over-tip? Man, check and see if our guest is coming down the pipe. This is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in Roddy Perry Live. I got some people just hanging on the line. Thank you for tuning in today. 415, I'm coming to you. You on Roddy Perry Live. Caller from San Francisco, 415. You ain't want to talk, Mitch. I didn't just talk to you. Uh, 415, you own Rodney Perry. 678, seven, seven, I'm sorry, ATL, you own Rodney Perry Live. So, so Matt, is, is, is my dog coming first? Because I thought he was coming in second. Am I mixed up? All right, y'all. It's live, so you never know what's going to happen. I'll tell you what. This is what I'm going to do. This is what Rodney Perry is going to do. That's right. I'm talking to myself in the third person. <laughs> it's time to bring in my guy. I, I thought he was coming in second, and that's because I'm looking at his tweets, talking about he's going to be on at, at 2.30, and you are on at 2 o'clock, dog. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, one of the coldest uh, clothing designers of our time, he he got two initials. They both is W W W. Mr. William Wilson. What's up, William? What's going on, Rodney? How's life treating you, man? I'm good, man. Thank you for coming on today, man. You got a lot of exciting things going on, dude. What? Tell me, tell me what's what's happening on the William Wilson front right now. Oh man, I just opened my flagship um, showroom up here in Charlotte, so we got that going on um, right up right in the uptown Charlotte. So we're doing some really big things there. Um, just got approved to do the do the jacket for the Chiquita Classic. It's the PGA event that's coming to Charlotte, brand new event. They moved it down from Cincinnati. I'm doing the champions jacket for that. I'm about to launch a new a new suit line in September called Sastre. So that's okay, the things going on. Now you you kind of told me. I mean, I got an opportunity to go out to you know a, an, an incredible charity event that you do annually out there in Charlotte. And you kind of gave me then some insight on what was coming down the line. What did, what did it take to get this done, to get your showroom up and running? Uh, man, a lot of hard work, a lot of praying, a lot of people in my corner, a lot of support. It really just a lot of focus, a lot of sacrifice, man, just you know, deciding you wanted to do something and just sticking to it, even when you know, everybody on the outside was like, man, you sure you want to do this? It's just persevering, prayer, and believing in yourself. Now, 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 give, give me this, dog. Give me mm-hmm. your backstory, because for, for my listeners, they they coming in probably, you know, if it's an hour long show, they coming in about halfway through in your story. Take people back to how you got into this business, because I think it's a pretty remarkable story. Um, 
Well, it's really kind of I kind of fell into it. I um I used to own a construction company, and you know Charlotte's a Charlotte's a pretty small town, but still a new town. So right. you really start to develop, you know, some it's really had to find its identities and everything yet because so many new opportunities have opened up where it's really started to expand. And I knew that a person could make a name for themselves really quickly, good or bad, if they put in the work. So um, and I knew I wanted to be one of the movers and shakers, but I didn't know any movers and shakers, and I didn't know where they were. So I said, I just started going to every meeting I could anywhere. So I was right. always suited up, you know, put on a nice suit and go to any meeting I could find. Well, one morning, one of my homeowners, he's building like a 15,000-square-foot house. And one morning, he stopped and said, man, Will, you always dress so nice. So I'd love to get you to help me out with my wardrobe. And I said, well, I don't really know anything about fashion, but I didn't go to school for that. I don't know all that hot, warm color, all that kind of stuff. Right. He said, look, William, he said, I've seen you every day for the last two and a half months. He said, I love the way you dress. I trust you. So long story short, I kind of helped him out with some things in his closet. He And, you know, he's kind of he's kind of hesitant. He's one of those real conservative type guys. Right. And I, I put some stuff together for him, and his wife loved it. And I was like, look, you're, you're an executive. Every executive I know has a white shirt at work. So I said, look, you don't like it? You know, when you get to work, change shirts. You no, know, no big deal. Right. He called me. He called me the next morning. At like nine oh six, he was like, "William, I was expecting for him to be like, man, what were you doing? What did you put me in this stuff for?'" But he called me at nine oh six, right? And he was like, "Man, William, I've been at work for five minutes, and four women have told me they like my new suit." Yeah. And you know how we are. You, you know how we are. We all we need three women tell us we look good. We go buy one of everything like that in the store. And say you look good. That's a win. That's it. That's all we need. We don't care how ridiculous we look. We get three pretty women say we look good. It's a wrap. You can sell us anything. So he started telling his friends about me. Now, mind you, I got a company to run, and I really don't have time for this. So, so I started getting all these phone calls for cats coming with me, helping with their closet. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to do this. I need to get paid for Right. So I said, I, I said, I'll do it. It's going to cost you 200 cause I, but I didn't, really didn't want to do it. So I did what we used to call a go-away price. You give a price big enough, they would just go away. Right. So I said, I said I'll do it for you. It's going to cost you $200 an hour, two-hour minimum. And, man, they ain't even blink. They didn't even blink at that price. So I'm like, I'm, I'm a little small town in Arkansas, man. $400 is a lot of money where I'm from. Right, yeah, you're so, balling with 400 Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're doing your thing. If you got a new Honda Accord EX, you're doing big things where I'm from. But these cats, they spend that much money, you know, at a bar tab. Right. So, but I started really understand the world. And after you know, some time helping up different guys, I started to realize these are successful you know, men and women are the successful people that need to look good and want to look good, but they don't want to dress like everyone else dresses. So I started thinking, well, if I can find, if I can learn how to offer the product to them myself, it benefits them, and that could be another business in it. And you know, I started just really just online, just researching, reading, learning everything I could. I went to my alteration shop. I just spent hours and hours and hours just watching them take suits apart, fix them. You know, people come in, find out what the suit looks bad, why it looks bad, how to fix it, and just one thing led to another. And next thing you know, you know, William Wilson Clothing was born. And about maybe about a year later, uh, Calvin Richardson, who we'd met, you know, six or seven months prior, we kind of talked back and forth, you know, getting to know each other and everything. And so he hit me up one day and uh, let me a voicemail. Charlotte mm-hmm. R&B artist. And 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 one of the guys that was one of the first people to rock your stuff on the red carpet. Yep, at the red carpet at 2010 Grammy Awards, and um, 
when he called me looking at the voicemail, I was like, did he really just say he wanted me to do a suit? You know, you know, Calvin, Calvin one of the smoothest brothers out there. Right. And I still remember the voicemail. He had me be like, oh, man, it's C. Rich. Now, I know it's kind of late notice, man. I wonder if you could do a suit for me for the Grammys. Wow. And I listened to that voicemail like three times. Like, you know, you don't get those kind of calls, you know, a year in the business. So we got together, man. It was, it was a rush deal. We had to get together all quick. And when he was out there, I'm watching all the red carpet shows, trying to get him and everything so I could see it. So we texted him. He was already inside by then. He said, man, I got named Best Dress. What? So now here I am a, yeah, here I am a year in the business, and I'm getting a text message. He told me, man, I got named Best Dress on the red carpet. So I'm like, wow. So he called me. We talked a while. Man, I'm on the phone with my hands shaking, trying to be cool, hands wow. just shaking, man, just butter, butter-legged. And it just, it just took off from there, man. Now, 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 your, your business. I mean, your business is definitely a success story. What, what are the principles that you built your business on? Um, first is on exclusivity. Um, you know, it's about giving somebody makes people feel special. Okay. Well, anytime you go out anywhere, whether you go to McDonald's or you go to Ruth's Chris, you want to feel like you're special. You want to feel like you're important. I set mine up on exclusivity. You know, that's, that's where it started from an exclusivity aspect. Then um, it's about the customer. Everything being about the customer, putting them first. You know, putting them first, giving them everything that they want. You know, making them feel like you know the world revolves around them. And then just try, really just trying to do the right thing. Just you know, taking that road less traveled. You know, have an idea, go for it. If it works, cool. If it doesn't, you know, so be it. But just taking those chances, taking those risks, and that's really just how it really started. Just trying to do do things the right way. Keep God first. So be thankful for the blessings that he gives you, acknowledge those blessings, and build on to those blessings. Just try to keep doing things the right way. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to my man, William Wilson. That's William Wilson Clothing, the Clothier. If you're on Twitter, hit him up. He's at the Clothier. That's T-H-E-C-L-O-T-H-I-E-R. Uh, William, how does uh, mm-hmm. social media play into uh, your business right now? Oh, man, social media has been amazing. Between Facebook, um, Twitter, you know, those those two are the biggest. It really gives a chance to get my brand out there to people. If I have ideas, it gives me a chance to bounce my ideas off people, get immediate feedback. And really the biggest part is allowing me to reach people that I probably would never would have reached any other way. You know, when you came down for my tournament, you know, you know, you and I had met, you know, earlier, you know, back in the day, but, you know, like Jay Harris, you know, came, came down. You know, I met him over social media. And a right. number of other people, you know, big-name guys that I would have never been in the same room with more than likely, we were able to build relationships and get to know each other over social media and, you know, build a brand out there, expose the brand, and things like that. But it's been monumental. I tell anyone, if you're in business and you're not on social media, you're not serious about doing business. Wow. Interesting. Hey, hey, hey you, now let me you, ask you this, man. You, you close a lot of athletes. You know, do you ever run out of fabric, dude? I mean, these some big dudes. <laughs> nah, man, I got I got good people, good supply chain. Uh, I never run out of fabric. But on the same token, you know, I don't buy a lot of fabrics. So I'm not like one of these big soup meals where we just make tons and tons and tons and tons. Because, again, I just do private clothing. I only serve private clients without, like, a retail store. But, no, nah, man, I've got guys that are, like, the guy that does my security for me if I'm on the road. He's six nine three eighty five, all muscle. Right. I do suit him too. 
Now, 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 William, can we look for a line for the the regular Joe Blow? Because I mean, you know, I realize with 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 custom clothing, that that's usually you know outside of the realm of the average guy's budget. Can I look for something from William Wilson, maybe a little more affordable price point for the regular guy? Uh, well, affordable tends to be relative. You know, it's what you're looking for. Um, I, I got a product that starts. You know, I call it the the, the introductory into into custom. It starts around you know eight hundred eight fifty. Okay. Now that's not going to be obviously. If you look for that Joseph A. Banks men's warehouse type deal, no, I never get that price. It costs me more to make my suits than they sell them for. But you know, but you also but you're looking at getting custom. You're going in saying I want this made this particular way from this fabric made the way I want it. You're paying for that convenience. You're paying for that exclusivity. You know, you're going to pay a little bit more for that. Now, I'll tell you what I find odd, though. I would get guys, and I'm sure you run into this, too, when people want to book you for shows. You get the guy come in. They pull up in a $120,000 bin, got a $2,000 Gucci, got a $2,000 Gucci, say $3,500 Rolex, but they want to sue for me for $500. Wow. You know. That kind of thing, you know. I got to, I got to maintain the integrity of my brand. If you, if you're looking for that Joseph A. Banks Men's Warehouse type deal, I'm not the guy. Yeah. You know, but I sell a specific the, product. You know, guys with the most money is the guys that's the most frugal. Exactly. They want, but you got to be able to offer them not just an expensive product. You got to offer them a quality product that's worth it. My customers love knowing the fact that they're not going to walk to a boardroom and there's 50 people wearing it. They're not going to walk into. They're not going to go to their local supermarket or their golf course and see the guy that's bagging their groceries at church that Sunday wearing the same suit he got on. <laughs> you know, no, no disrespect to you know anybody what they do career wise. It's not like that, but right. you know they just they like knowing that what they they feel they buy something special. Anytime you have to say no disrespect, you probably said something disrespectful. <laughs> no, you know, some, you know, some people take stuff the wrong way. You know what I mean? They be like, oh, he kind of dog. The, the supermarket guy, not at all. But the guy that's spending, you know, two thousand dollars, spending oh, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars on a suit, or a thousand, or fifteen hundred on a suit, don't want to see somebody else wear his stuff too. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, you, you, you're absolutely right. Wear. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to my man William Wilson. The website is WilliamWilsonClothing.com, and his Facebook is Wear William Wilson. That's W E A R William Wilson. William Wilson, man, he, he, mama got to be proud. The family has to be proud. You're taking on, you're making the name so much, so valuable. What, what does your family think of, of this business and how it's evolved? Well, I never knew Pops. You know, I got all the, you know, all the sad stories everybody else, you know, talked about. You know, I never knew who my father was to this day, don't know. But, mm-hmm. you know, so a big part of my motivation is, you know, make sure. You know, I saw my mom. You know, my mom grew up, you know, a victim of domestic violence and things like that. You know, so I always made a, a purpose when I was 15. I said, I'm I'm going to make sure that all the stuff she's going through, she's not going to go through in vain. So, I, so my purpose, one of the main motivators in my life has always been to be somebody that she could be proud of. So when she looks at all the, all the hell she went through, you know, when I was younger. I mean, she's divorced and remarried now, so things are much better. But, right. you know, when you know, all that stuff she went through before, I want to know that she didn't go through that for nothing, that her baby boy did okay. You know, give her something that she can look back on and go, I raised him, the things he's doing. So a lot of the principles that I do are principles I really learned from her. Wow. So they're common sense basic principles. 
uh, you know, make sure you look good when you go out. Make sure your clothes are always pressed. Make sure you act right. Treat people right. You know, things she always, I grew up, she always said, you know, there's only two ways to do things. That's right or wrong. Wow. And right never hurt nobody. Right never hurt nobody. You breaking it down today. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. My man, Mr. William Wilson. Now, now, William, talk to me about entrepreneurship because I think, to me, that's kind of the secret of really turning our economy around is mm-hmm. is approaching life and looking at life through entrepreneurial eyes. What is What was it in you that said, I want to own and operate my own business? Um, well, one thing I think, Rodney, I mean, entrepreneurship is a lifestyle. I really think part of it's a, a calling because there's a certain discipline that you need in entrepreneurship. It's more than building a website, getting some business cards, and all of a sudden you own a business. You, know, you have to live, eat, sleep, breathe it, you know, for it to be successful. You got to be able to sacrifice your social life now. You know, it was like Denzel said one time: you got to do what you got to do now to do what you want to do later. Wow. And what a lot of what a lot of people want to do, they want to they get a little bit of success. They want to all of a sudden they're the biggest thing on the planet. They start throwing money around like water, and they're not set. So when things get those when you get you know, when you get those ebbs, you know, and that the low points, they're not prepared for it. But you know, it's about I've always been even before I knew I was an entrepreneur, I was. You know, I was selling. I'd go buy a dollar worth of candy when I was in elementary school. I'd go buy a dollar worth of candy and sell it for five dollars. When I was in school, I was in the third grade making twenty five dollars a week selling candy out of my locker. You 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 was a candy dealer, man. I was a candy dealer, man. I was <laughs> I used to broker, man. I brokered um, paper routes, man. I used to I used to go I go buy discontinued video. When I was in the Navy, I go I go buy discontinued videos and rent them out of my locker, man. I was just doing all kinds of stuff. I used you know you military man, you Rodney? Yeah, I'm 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 ex Navy too, man. I I served eight years in the United States Navy. Uh, how how did the Navy uh, shape the the entrepreneur that you you would eventually become? Um, well, I think what the Navy really did for me was reinforce the basic core principles that my mother already taught me. Right. You know, respect people. Whereas whereas mom was like, you know, you can do anything you want to if you put your mind to it. Uncle Sam was like, you going to do it because I put my mind to it. This Roddy Perry. You listen to Roddy Perry Live. Shouts out to the chat room, man. The chat room is buzzing because you're on the line, man. Shouts out to BGE Radio, powered by WTV. Fight the truth. I see y'all. Mikaela, I see you. Rock. Top five sports talk radio, Tara Love Diva, and all the guests that are tuned in. Appreciate y'all today. We're talking about business, and we're talking about entrepreneurship and being a mogul. What's the next step for William Wilson Clothing, dog? Uh, well, we're about to launch a new. Uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me, touched on it a little earlier. I'm about to launch a new label called Sastre. We're gonna launch in September. That's uh, Spanish for clothier. And I gotta give credit where the name came from. Uh, Fernando Aguirre, who's the CEO of Chiquita. He came. He, he came with a name. I thought it was just a, an amazing name, but it's going to be the most exclusive line of business clothing in the world because you can only pay for it with an American Express Black card. Oh wow! Talk so about exclusivity. Yeah, you can't pay cash. You can't pay, you know, checks. No other credit cards. Just strictly American Express Black cards. Only way to pay for it. No suits to start at ten grand a suit. So if you ain't got a black card, you can't get this line. 
No, uh, uh-uh. you can't even. I won't even show it to you. No need showing me something that you know you can't, you know, purchase. That's wasting your time. What but if I a, paint my my other visa black? Can I still? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you got to be. It goes to that verification process, and you can get it from our approved to that to the the black portal. You know, then you good. Other than that, you got to bring that MX black out. You got to bring that centurion out. Hey, I love it. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. William Wilson is keeping it dark skin. That's right. You can only use the black card to get this brand new line. Congratulations on the brand new line, man. The website is WilliamWilsonClothing.com. He's at The Clothier on Twitter, and his Facebook is where William Wilson, man. William, man, I'm really proud of of the strides you're taking. I can't wait for to watch how your brand continues to grow. Uh, what do you want to leave my audience with, man? Um, well, actually, what I want to leave with really is more about you than it is me. You know, when I did my golf tournament that I do every year, the William Wilson Celebrity Invitational, so you, you, my, my man Uncle Tone, Tone X, another amazingly funny comedian, you guys were out in Chicago, like, literally the day before. You know, you flew in, even though you guys did touring, performing, all the stuff worn out, you came down to it, you know, you got back to Atlanta and hopped right back on a plane and flew up here, you know, for two days playing my golf tournament and came out to the party, you know, made it help make it a huge success. You know, and I really appreciate the things that you did there to help make that an amazing event. You know, it's that those kind of sacrifices that make what I do able to happen because guys like you that that know you're tired, know you're exhausted, say, hey, you know what, I'm going to be a part of this. I'm going to help you out with this. That's why I've been able to do what I've been able to do. Guys like you to step up to really help up to make a difference. You know, so I really appreciate you, you know, stepping in and doing the things that you've done last year. You know, hopefully you'll come back again next year. You know, those kind of things. So my hat's off to you, and I appreciate the things. Hey, man, done. I plan on coming back and actually being good next year. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got no room for you. You already got a spot saved, man. Hey, I, I'm not shooting for to win the tournament. I want that best dress trophy. Uh, but you, you notice. Out of all the choices I give out, the best dress one, the biggest one, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You can do it. You can do it. You can make it happen. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live, and that is my man, William Wilson. Hit him up on Twitter. Let him know you heard him here today. We are getting it in. Shouts out to Tara Love Diva, Mary Kay Cosmetics. She's in the chat room. Check her out. If you got a business. Hit me up on my Twitter so we can shout out your business today. We're shouting out businesses. Hey, William, man, thank you for coming out today. I appreciate you, uh, and, and I'm thankful for you and every step you take towards your ultimate goals, man. Hey, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it, man. Ain't nothing but a thing. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. When I come back, I hope y'all ready because it's almost time to get angry. I'm talking about get your angry on, get your wild and crazy on because sometimes you got that all that anger built in and you don't know what to do with it. Well, I'm going to show you what to do with it with my next guest. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Y'all get ready. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Get ready to get angry. Ah! What's up, world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Don't forget to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. That's Rodney Perry. Mash that thing together and text it to 41411. Now, back to the show. It's Rodney Perry. Ah! 
righty, prayer. We are back, and it's time to get really into this show. We're talking to business people. We're talking to moguls. I was reading a Jet magazine, and I came across an article about the anger room. And I was like, this is an incredible idea. i got to talk to this lady. And then I read, I researched more about her and found out that, that she's got roots in my hometown of Chicago, Illinois. I said, i got to talk to this lady. So without any further ado, welcome to the show today, Miss Donna Alexander. What's up, Donna? Hi, how are you? <laughs> hey, thank you so much for, call, for calling today, man. I'm, I love this concept. I love the idea. It's called the Anger Room. Tell my people what the Anger Room is. Uh, well, basically, the Anger Room is a place where you can go and totally destroy a room, set up like any real-life situation um, to get stress and anger off of your chest. And anything you got on your chest or on your mind, you can come to my place and tear it all up. <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it's Man, I got to tell you, sis, this is an incredible idea. Um, where did it come from? Where did it all start at? <laughs> uh, well, it started when I was a teenager. I was about 16. Um, at the time, I was uh, staying in Chicago, going to high school and stuff out there. And I've seen a lot of my friends and a lot of my family and stuff like that get into fights over, like, nonsense type of things and you know, you see people get in domestic situations, and then the consequences of those are so dire. You go to jail, you know, you, death can occur, and it's just a lot of different things that can happen as a result of your actions. And I really wanted to prevent or try to do something to prevent, you know, people from suffering those type of consequences. I wanted to give them a place where they could actually, you know, just let it all out and not get in trouble and not be seen as crazy and things like that. So um, it was just an idea, and I thought that somebody else would come out with it in probably a year or so, so I left it alone. And um, by the time I graduated out of high school, I still didn't see anybody do anything remotely close to the idea that I had. So when I moved out to Dallas, I decided to go ahead and, and start the business myself because it had been years gone by and nothing was done about anything. It, life just went on as normal. Uh, man, I, it's such a great story. Now, t take me back to, you know, you conceptualizing this idea, uh, you trying to set the business up. What were the naysayers like? I'm sure somebody said, are you losing your mind? <laughs> yeah, I, I've had a couple naysayers. I have people thought that I was crazy or they thought that it was a joke. I had a lot of people that um, that just basically thought that it wouldn't happen, it wouldn't be a success. They were like, well, who would do something like this? Nobody would do this. Nobody would come bash up stuff. And if you did find somebody that would do it, that means that they're crazy or something's mentally wrong with them. So uh, I, I've had my share of naysayers, but since the success of the business, it's like their perception of everything has totally changed. Uh, 360 degrees. They just they just flipped flipped out, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is like the best idea ever." But previously, they thought it was the most craziest idea ever. <laughs> right now, now I saw I saw the article in Jet magazine, and I, that's that's where I became aware of it. My sister lives in Dallas. She was like, "Oh, I heard about that. 
you know. So, uh, first of all, how did the Jet Magazine article affect it? And 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 then just speak to the marketing and, and letting people get the word out. How do you do that? What's your process? Well, actually with the marketing, it, it really just was a major blessing because um, the only marketing that I started out with was word of mouth. Um, I used to tell my friends and my coworkers about it, and they used to tell their friends and family, and just people started coming out of the woodwork. So when I finally opened up my physical storefront location, uh, it was, I had a, by that time I had a waiting list that was four months long, and it was strictly off of word of mouth. Oh, wow. um, I, I started to do some um, social media, started setting up all of my social media pages with Facebook and Twitter and things like that uh, to get out there in the Internet world. And then um, finally I did a uh, Groupon. And when I did a Groupon, that that was like the end because I didn't have to do anything else. News people were coming out of nowhere. I mean, been on Nightline and, and CBS and all types of shows, and they just all just came out of completely nowhere. I didn't <laughs> I didn't do anything to go. They they actually just came to me. So wow, it, it, it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, just a, such such a blessed business. Uh, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to the founder, the lady that put it all together, the angry woman herself. <laughs> We're talking to my girl, Donna Alexander, from the Anger Room. Now, now Donna, are you an angry person? <laughs> no. Not no more. <laughs> uh, I get that question a lot because once people see me, they're like, you don't look like the type of person that would own a business like this, and I, I don't, <laughs> but I, I'm not an angry person. I, I really have not been an angry person. I'm the sweet person, but, I mean, everybody in their lives get mad at one point in time, and, and I'm one of those people that get upset, and when I do, I do go into the anger room a couple times, but not not often, but every blue moon I'll go in there and tear up some stuff, and, and I feel better afterwards. <laughs> Now, now the the website is the angerroom dot com. The Facebook is uh, Facebook forward slash angerroom, and she's at angerroom on Twitter. So, mm-hmm. back me up to the process because I mean you're perfect now. People come in to your facility. Uh, it's, it's 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 perfect. You know they got the all the stuff is there. They got the outfit. They're covered up. Tell me how what it was like when you first you know, walked into this space in your garage? <laughs> uh, when it was in a garage, it was basically, we didn't even have safety gear or anything like that. So you just come in there, the garage will have stuff sitting in there from people that may have had uh, TVs or stuff sitting out on the curbs and things like that. Right. So I would just put some thrift store items in there, and i give them a bat, and I would hook up my laptop and play whatever music that they wanted to hear. And I would record it on my webcam and just close the door and just let them have at it. So <laughs> it was it was totally raw. It was it was just intense. And they'll go in there and they'll bash up the stuff, and then I would have to clean it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's how it was in the beginning stages. I mean, it was just 
exactly what it was, going in there, bashing up stuff. And, and then, um, of course, I was able to fine-tune it as I moved along and decided to go into a storefront location saying, hey, okay, now we're dealing with the mass public. So, of course, we have to keep them protected, but I still want them to have a good time and still want them to experience the full effect of the anger room. So it it. It still has the same ambiance to it. It's still kind of raw, except for you have to wear all the safety gear with goggles and coveralls and boots and all that good stuff. But right. you still get to go in there and meet the bottom line with fashion stuff up. Now, now, who is who is your clientele? Like, is it is it a specific person? Is it is it is it women? Is it men? Is it young people? Is it older people? Who who comes to the angle room? <laughs> It's people from all walks of life. <laughs> we don't have a set demographic or anything that comes to the anger room because it could be your coworker, it could be a neighbor next door. Mostly people that work typical nine to five jobs, or sometimes we even get uh, high level executives that come in. Um, you have to be eighteen and older to come into the anger room. So the ages, I would say, they're somewhere in their twenties all the way up to their uh, early to mid sixties. And um, and basically, they're they're just normal people. They're not people that have any special kind of issues going on mentally or anything like that. They're just every everyday people. People you will see walking down the street. So um, it's it's a wide, it's a re- very broad range of of people that we have coming in there. Now, now you you mentioned music that you that they play music. What's the song that people like to get buck wild to? <laughs> You know what? The very first song I have to put out there, um, I had a lot of customers come in, and they would ask me for a song that was played on the movie called Office Space. And at the time, I hadn't seen that movie, so I had no idea what they were talking about. And it turns out that it was a song called uh, It Feels Good to Be a Gangster by the Ghetto Boys. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So that was like the number one song for a really long time because I couldn't understand. I I was totally clueless. I was like, why do all these people want to hear the Ghetto Boys? It's just an odd request, and, and that's where they got it from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they got it from that movie, and 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 that was the number one song. And now, um. You hear we hear a lot of rock music, Limp Biscuit, things like that, but we also hear a lot of Ludacris and Little John and stuff like that. So it's a mixture of genres going on. Yeah. (laughs) And it's very affordable. Now, is the average person even in shape enough to to uh, to be in there getting it in for twenty five minutes? No. No, the average person actually lasts uh, about three to five minutes in the anger room, uh, and that's for a person that does not work out or anything. Right. If you do regularly go to the gym or something like that or do some type of exercise, you may be able to last the 15 minutes. We have yet to have a person that lasts the entire 25-minute uh, session. It, it just hasn't happened yet, but we do, got, we do have people that uh, – do the 15 minutes and five minutes and things like that. But, yeah, the average person lasts three to five. You know what, Donna? Next time I'm in Dallas, I'm coming 
to the anger room. I play the improv at least twice a year. I'm coming, and I'm going to try to go the full 25 minutes. We're going to record it on so YouTube and everything. Okay. <laughs> I want to see that. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> so off the chain. Hey, y'all, if y'all want to check out the Anger Room, hit down up info at angerroom.com. They don't even give you the address. People can't just walk up to the Anger Room. You got to check in. You got to you gotta do. What's the process, uh, uh, Donna? You have to either go online or call us for uh, to book a reservation with us and that's the only way that you'll be able to get the address there because we just don't uh, allow just straight people to just walk in there um, at this time. So uh, you have to book your reservation. Once your reservation is booked and you have your date and time set, then you come in on your day and be ready to come in there and get yourself a real full-body workout. <laughs> wow, I, I love it. I love it. It's Anger Room. It's angerroom.com. I'm Now, I'm sure it's such a great business. A great business model. I would imagine your overhead is not crazy high. So, uh, are people trying to franchise you out now, or is that something that we can look forward to in the future? You being in all over the country. Um, they've tried from the very beginning when I opened up my location in December. I have over two hundred inquiries for franchise opportunities <laughs> all over the world. So uh, what I'm doing is I'm licensing out uh, the Anger Room and its brand name. So you can have an Anger Room in your location if you want to. You just have to shoot me an email, and then we'll go through the process of getting your location. Um, we're working on having six locations by the end of this year, uh, one all the way in Romania. So I'm really excited about that, and um, we're we're definitely expanding, definitely. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Hey, I might I might want to get in this business. I think this is a great business, and, and I'm right here in Atlanta. You know, I don't know if you got an Atlanta person yet, but, I, hey, Donna, we need to talk about this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Atlanta can use one, too, so I'm pretty sure we can have one in there. <laughs> Man, that would be so high. Man, so let, let's talk about the business of it. Um, were you ever fearful to step out on this leap of faith and start this business that's outside of the the normal realm of things to do? Um, not really. It was. It's once my mind. Once I get set on something that I want to do, I'm I'm more of a take action person. So I really don't care what other people think about it or what their opinions are about it. I'm gonna go out there and do it. So if it if it fails or if it doesn't succeed, then I'll know by experience and not by what other people say. So when it came to the anger room, I knew in my heart that it was a really good idea. It was really, it was something that would could possibly change the world here in the future. And I just knew that this was something that I really wanted to do. It was going to be profitable. It was going to be useful to the community and all the people in the world that, that live in it that need this type of uh, resource. So I just went ahead and do it. I didn't have any fear involved whatsoever. I, I love it. I completely love it. Now, now the, the, the stuff that's inside the anger room, you, you get from different donations, right? Yes. Do people ever bring their own stuff? They definitely do. And when they bring their own stuff, they also get discounts and uh, all types of incentives. So they bring stuff from their own home or uh, 
stuff that they probably had in garages and storages since forever and they weren't able to get rid of it. So, yeah, they definitely can bring their own stuff. If they have their own bats and things like that, they can do that as well. So uh, we welcome all of that good stuff. Oh, now that's off the chain because my wife got a, a bunch of junk up in here. I sure would like to take it somewhere and break it up. <laughs> well, you sure can bring your stuff in there now. She wants to, <laughs> to beat you up because of it now. I know. That's another That's another business. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, how can yeah, people well, book I... an appointment at the Anger Room? Um, you can go online to angerroom.com and visit our reservations page and just uh, book your uh, own appointment there, or you can email us at info at angerroom.com, or you can also give us a call at our number, which is 214-431-5587. Hey, hey, now, Donna, I got a couple of people. They want to talk. They want to talk to you. They, they want to talk about the Anger Room. You might take a couple calls. No problem. Richard Reed, you're on with my girl Donna Alexander. What you angry about? How's it going? What's up, dog? Okay. I wanted to know, does she uh, offer gift cards for this service? I got a couple people at the office that can use it. Yes, we definitely do. And any, de- any denomination that you would like, uh, all you have to do is shoot us an email or give us a call, and we can we can go ahead and take that uh, order for you. Thank you. I love A Rich. Thanks for the call. You sound like you angry too, man. You ready to get in there? <laughs> Always. <laughs> Richard Reed, thanks for the call. Hey, hey. Andre, you on the line, Roddy Perry Live. We're talking about the anger room with Miss Donna Alexander. Um, Mr. What's going on, Mr. Perry? This is this Andre from Four Miles off the Hook Comedy Club. I I, I think that I think the anger room is 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 uh I mean everybody's angry. I think it it'll be huge. I think if she put one in Florida, Cali Airway, I think I think the anger room would be uh be ridiculous. It it it'd be crazy. Hey dog, wouldn't it be off the chain in Florida? Cause y'all got all them gold teeth down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be crazy. I think some of the police would be in our anger room for real though. <laughs> Hey, hey, you you got to think it would be a. It, I would imagine, Donna, that that I would imagine that you're affecting like senseless violence. Like the 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 some of the senseless violence is probably curtailed because of that. Do you have any numbers or statistics on how you're affecting the community? Um, not yet. We've only uh, the location's only been open since December, so we're still working on that. We should have a good set of numbers uh, to put out there towards the end of year, so we'll be able to determine um, how we affect the community and uh, the rates of uh, people coming in there and and violence and things like that. So uh, we're looking forward towards that uh, at the end of the year. Man, you are a little girl from Atlantic City, made the move to Chicago, Illinois, grew up in Chicago. Uh, Now you call... Uh, uh, Dallas home. What? Tell me about your journey, man. Because I think I don't know if people really get. You know, I mean, you had this idea at sixteen. Mhm. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Me. Was... I mean, t- tell me about like wh- what's in you that makes you this person to 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 go through with this. I. I really don't know what's in me. 
I mean, I was raised with a Christian background, so I have strong beliefs um, in God, and and it's just that I mean, I'm I was a typical teenager, um, just just uh, just an average person. I I would think um, I just have a lot of motivation. I, I I strive to do things. I strive to get things done, and I've been like that my entire life. Um, I'm no different from anybody else. I've seen I've seen and been through a lot of things in my life. Um, my I'm being raised from a single mother. I have three siblings, and I'm the oldest of the three uh, of the three. And my mom, in between my mother and my grandmother, uh, those are the people who raised me. And um, I mean, I I've been through a lot. I, I've help raise my sisters and brothers when my mom was out and you know I still went to college um once I graduated out of high school I tried to get my sisters and brothers to follow in my footsteps and they did well enough to graduate out of high school so I'm still proud of them with that um I've had a lot of obstacles that I've had to to go through um as far as moving forward in my life as far as college is concerned and, um, you know, doing better things with my life and not getting absorbed by the neighborhood that I was raised in because I was raised on the south side of Chicago. And and that's not like the... Where, where, where exactly? In where, where in Chicago? You know, you know, that's my city. I grew up on the south side, 126th state. Okay. I was on the side where they call the low end. So I was near 35th and um, Indiana and Michigan Avenue over there next to uh, Stateway Gardens. And, oh, yeah, you uh, was in there. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. in there. <laughs> so it, it wasn't an easy journey by far at all, but I, I'm glad um, and very happy to see where I am right now and and, and very hopeful and excited about where I could possibly be going in the future. Man, such a great success story. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Miss Donna Alexander from the Anger Room. Donna, I cannot thank you enough for coming on. I know you probably got a billion calls when when your, when your article hit, you know, the, the media or whatever, and for you to take the time out of your busy schedule and come on, that, that really touches old Rodney Perry's heart. <laughs> I, I enjoy being on your show. I, I'm very excited and happy I got to talk to you and stuff like that. So hopefully I get to meet you soon. So <laughs> I, you gonna meet I'm me? Y'all promise you that, Donna? You gonna be like, I can't get rid of this dude. Hey, y'all. The number to the Anger Room two one four four three one five five eight seven, and it's angerroom dot com. Visit the website. Watch the videos. The website is off the chain. Uh, Donna, man, I, I'm I'm so impressed uh, with your business acumen, your stick to itiveness. What would you like to leave my audience with? Um, I would like to tell you guys that whatever it is that you have set in your heart and in your mind, to go ahead and do it. Don't don't think about the naysayers. Don't think about all of the bad things about it, go ahead and do it because you only learn in life through experience. And if you don't live your life, who else will? Who else is going to live it for you? So that's what I would like to leave them. Yeah, you dropped some science on the head. Go ahead, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love it. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. I can't say it any more clearer than Miss Donna Alexander just did. Check out the website. It's angerroom.com. You can tweet her at angerroom. Please hit her Twitter page today and let her know you saw, you heard about the Anger Room on Rodney Perry Live. Donna, you're awesome. Your business will continue to flourish. I cannot wait to to be throwing a TV up against the wall myself. <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> I love Thank you so much. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry. That is our show for the day. It's been an incredible show for any entrepreneur out there. You've been kicking the idea around. You've been had this idea for some years. This is your time. This is the time to invest some minutes into what you do, okay? Don't wait another day. Start today. My name is Rodney Perry. That's our show for today. Y'all stay blessed. We out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.